You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's Alexis Robin with the bright side. Well, good afternoon, everybody. On Monday, start to your week here. Today, we're talking about practicing mindfulness for everyday people. And last week, we spoke about trusting your gut and how improving your self awareness uh, helped to improve your intuition and also helped you to improve your um, empathy for others by understanding how you're feeling. It also helps you understand how others feel. Mm-hmm. And so um, so today what I want to talk about is um, beginning a mindfulness practice for everyday people. Because when I first heard about mindfulness, I mean, I was really intimidated. I thought that I had to be kind of like a yogi or go to an ashram in <laughs> India or, um, you know, be like go live on a compound or go sit in silence for seven days. Like I just had all these... Um, ideas about what that was and a couple years ago I started going to uh, Wisdom 2.0 which is a conference in San Francisco all about kind of leveraging mindfulness and technology as, as we move into the future and what I realized is that there's a lot of ways to be mindful. Mm-hmm. And um, I've also been fortunate enough to uh, work with one of my partners at P-Link, uh, Helen Sampson-Mullen, who's very much into mindfulness. And she's taught me a lot of really neat things as well, uh, loving kindness meditations and body scans and all that kind of thing. So, um, But mindfulness, the reason why we... You know, the reason why you should be thinking about cultivating mindfulness in your own life is that it improves your self-awareness. The more we become mindful, the more we become present to our own feelings, to our own subtle cues from our body, um, and that helps us to really leverage and improve our intuition. Um, it also brings calmness into our lives. It can strengthen our ability to focus attention, um, and it can also just give us some time to check out and think and kind of re um, re-energize our brain. And so a uh, lot of benefits to mindfulness. Now, um, there's a handful of different ways to practice mindfulness. And the first one is um, meditation. I mean, this is a basic way to do it. And it, mindfulness and meditation are not uh, the same thing, mm-hmm. right? So mindful living is really about being aware, being present, being checked into the moment, um, noticing your what your cognitive mind or your thinking mind is talking about versus what your body and your emotions are saying to you as well, noticing where those are congruent and incongruent, um, just really being present to experiences. And these days, you know, we're so busy, we're so distracted. You've heard me say on a few other shows, you know, we're processing four times more information today than we did 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like living four days in one. <laughs> it's a lot, it is a lot, right? It's a lot of information that's coming at us. And it's this is the attention economy. So there are engineers who are getting paid to hold our attention, different games. That's why if you have... Um, you know, Plants vs. Zombies or Clash of Clans or, you know, some kind of fun game crossy road on your phone that it's sending you little push messages. Hey, your village is being attacked. Hey, you're, you know, I realize you're at church, but like that village, it's, you need, it needs your attention. Um, It's like when you're watching Netflix and they say 10 seconds till the next episode starts, they don't even give you the choice to go to the next episode. They just start it for you. So, um, so we often are kind of going through life on this autopilot state where we're not mindful of what we're doing. We're kind of, you know, maybe we're out to dinner and we're having a conversation, but we're on our cell phones at the same time. Um, sometimes I, we watched the Amgen tour a couple of weeks ago and it was great. And I noticed I got so caught up in taking pictures at one point that the second 
time they came around, I said, I'm just not going to even take my phone out because I want to be here for the moment. I don't want to be behind my screen trying to get the right shot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's, uh, those are some other reasons why mindfulness is important in living a mindful life. Um, but so basic meditation, um, meditation can be very easy. It can be short. So you'll talk to some people who meditate for 45 minutes a day, who sit in a certain position, who repeat a mantra there. Those are all have benefits to them. But if you're just getting started and that feels really overwhelming or hard to do, and you feel like sitting still for that long would be crazy. Um, there are some easy ways to get into it. So one, um, one program that I'm a huge fan of is, uh, Oprah and Deepak Chopra. It rhymes. I don't think on purpose, but um, they have a bunch of different meditation, um, like recorded meditations that are 21-day programs that you can download onto your phone. And I love these because it starts out and, you know, Oprah, she does a little talk about what we're talking about. And it kind of helps me get my mind focused on like, what's the topic today? Mm -hmm. And then Deepak comes on and he tells us a little bit about like... um, how to leverage whatever it is that we're doing. And then he shares a, um, a mantra that you can repeat to help keep your mind focused. Um, and the whole thing's 20 minutes, but by the time they're done talking, really you're only meditating for about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I love just being able to plug my headphones in and sit out on my back deck and listen to it. And like, I don't really have to do anything but listen and try to stay focused. And if I lose focus, then I just bring my attention back to the mantra or bring my attention back to the music that's playing that kind of a thing. Now, if that feels a little too much, you can download meditation music and you can just put it in for two, three minute songs and listen to it and close your eyes and um, try to stay focused on your breathing. It's a very simple way to do meditation. There's um, the whole practice, the whole reason we do meditation is to practice attention, focusing our attention on something. Mm -hmm. So whether it's breathing, whether it's a mantra, whether it's the music you're listening to, it's noticing when your mind wanders off, mm-hmm. right? When you start thinking about what's for dinner tonight or what do I need to, um, how much laundry do I have? Or, oh, I forgot to send that card. Or, oh, I have a bill to pay. Noticing like, oops, I'm over there in the real world. Like, let me bring it back to what I'm focusing on here. That active, that action of bringing it back, that's where you strengthen the muscle. That's where you strengthen your ability to focus attention. And so um, people say, oh, I can never keep a clear head. Great. Then you have a lot more to work with in terms of focusing your attention and building that muscle. So um, so that's, you know, you, you can't do it wrong. Uh, you just have to notice when you're drifting and then come back. So, um, so that's one way. Another way that was really fun that I kind of got into is I downloaded a bunch of uh, meditations for my kids. And we would do it each night before bed. So we would play one, they're like five to seven minutes and they're a guided meditation where it's like, you're a dragon, you're sitting in your cave, you know, you hear the dolphins in the water and out you go and you fly out over and, um, and it just was a really fun way to start practicing meditation that was easy because it's like, you're following a story and mm-hmm. you're kind of, this is like a metaphor. So, um, there's a great, uh, gal who does this um she has an english accent i like it her name is sada s-a-d-a and if you just google um, meditation for kids you can come up with her cds and it's on itunes as well if you have an iphone you can download it right there and they're like a dollar a piece so you know you get three or four you see which ones your kids like and then let them pick and it's kind of fun Mm -hmm. so um so those are some easy ways to to do just um, traditional meditation with some kind of guided 
voice or music or something in the background. Um, now, you can skip all of the digital technology together and you can just sit still for five minutes and set your timer on your phone or set your timer on the stove or whatever and just sit still for five minutes and notice where your mind goes. That's another way to do it. So, um, so the point, though, is to just quiet your mind. Um, but meditation isn't the only way to do mindfulness. Um, Native Americans used to do a, uh, an activity called sit spot. And it's where you go out into nature and you notice what the five senses, what's going on for your five senses. How does it feel? What am I feeling? Do I feel the wind on my face? Do I feel the, you know, the log that I'm sitting on under my bum? Do I feel the sun on my back? You know, noticing what do I see? What are the edges of the leaves look like around me? What are the, um, what do I see in my soft focus? You know, what animals are flying around or moving around? Do I see a bunny? Um, do I see ants crawling around? You know, what do I see? Um, what do I taste in the air? What do I smell in the air? Um, and what do I hear? And so you can kind of just go through the five senses while you're sitting out there wordlessly, um, in nature. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a long time too, because that just felt good to go sit outside and get fresh air. Mm -hmm. And I liked having something to do. I liked being able to like look at the leaves and notice the different types of wind that was coming up or notice where the wind was coming from. I just, it gave me something to do, which mm -hmm. was easier than having to just try to keep my mind clear. <laughs> right. Yeah. And same thing goes for that. Like as you're noticing, as your mind drifts off into, Oh, I have to write that radio show for next week. You know, then you just bring it back. Okay. But remember right now we're just noticing what we're seeing in front of us. Right. That's the, that's the muscle building there. So sit spot is the second way that you can do mindful mindfulness practice. Um, a lot of people like walking meditation or moving meditation. Mm -hmm. And this is, you can do this in a spin class where you kind of tune out, zone out and just go into your own world for a little bit. Um, you can walk and you can do a slow walk where you feel everything touch on your foot, your heel, the middle of your foot, your the ball of your foot, your toes, your heel, the middle of your foot, the ball of your foot, your toes. And you just kind of can do that. You can do that in three square feet of space. I mean, you can just take three steps forward, turn, take three steps back. And you can do that for five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever feels good to you. Um, there is a, a fun app as well called uh, getsomeheadspace.com. And they have a lot of great um, meditation programs that you can listen to on your phone as well. Now, a th a, uh, are we on four? We're on the fourth way <laughs> to be mindfulness, to be mindful or have um, practice mindfulness is in mindful eating. Now, how many times, if you're like me, it may be more than you're willing to admit, but do you like eat in front of the fridge, standing in front of the <laughs> fridge or over the sink or at the counter? Uh -huh. um, and it's like we almost don't even notice what we're eating. It's just like in it goes and off we go. We're thinking yep. about something else. So mindful eating is really about um, sitting down, smelling the food. You know, you can even um, take a raisin. They do this in a they do this in a workshop I was in. Touch the raisin to your lip. You know, feel and then feel all the your saliva glands react when you do that. Um, feel it in your fingertips, right? And then eventually put it in your mouth and chew very slowly and taste it and notice how it feels in between your teeth. That's being mindful. It's being fully present in the moment. So if you notice that you're horsing down your salad at the next, you know, lunch, take a deep breath and say, what do I, what am I tasting? What am I feeling? What's, what's the experience for me here? 
And so, um, so that's your fourth way of practicing mindfulness. And these are things we do every day, right? We walk, we eat, uh, we sit and, uh, and I would say, I mean, for the basic meditations, like if you're going to often people say, Oh, well I work out in the morning, so it's not a good time for me to meditate or I like to sleep in and I'm too busy or, you know, before bed, I just, you know, I'm too tired or it's too late. I don't want to waste the time when I meditate is, um, right after lunch. So I come back, I start getting some work done. And the minute I start to kind of nod off at my desk, cause it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, the minute I start to feel that dip in energy, it's like, Oh boy, if I was at home right now, I'd take a nap. Um, that's when I meditate. That's like my trigger, my internal trigger that says, go take eight minutes, put your headphones on, go sit in a chair quietly. And I come out on the other side of that feeling completely revived. It's amazing. So that's a great time to do it because you're not effective anyway. So it's not like you're wasting time. Exactly. You're just falling asleep in your computer, other words. So um, so that's uh, another way that you can build this in. And then finally, just noticing. You know, taking time during the day, like set a couple alarms on your phone and just say, notice, check in. What do I notice about what I'm feeling right now? What do I need right now? Am I thirsty? Am I tired? Does anything hurt? Am I feeling really energized? Um, what's what's stealing my attention? What's taking my my bandwidth? Mm-hmm. What's on my mind that keeps kind of stealing from my ability to focus? And um, and focus on that. So note, just noticing. Just take a notice break a couple times during the day and see what you need. You may be surprised at how many things you've been ignoring. How many signals? Like wow. I've had to go to the bathroom for 45 minutes now and I've been ignoring that or like I'm really thirsty. I didn't even notice that because I was so into my email. And so um, being able to notice that stuff is really important. So that's those are all easy ways to practice mindfulness for everyday people. You don't need to be a yoga instructor. You don't need to be um, a guru or you don't need to go on a one-month trip to an ashram. You can just start these very basic practices and these things will help you improve your self-awareness. They'll help bring calmness to your life. They'll help improve your intuition. Um, lots of easy things that you can do. And as you get better, you'll find what you like the most. And you'll you'll start to notice when you don't meditate how that feels too. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now I have a reason to make time for it because I know I feel so much better. So, um, so easy ways to practice mindfulness for everyday people. If you're an everyday person like me, try some of these things out. Uh, download some meditation music if you want to go super easy. Buy the 21-day package from Oprah and Deepak. They often, a couple times a year, they do it for free too, so watch for that. <laughs> um, and then you can just keep it for, I, don't, I think they give you like a five-day window that you can st- from when you start. Uh, and then you can practice doing that. So lots of easy ways to do it. And if you do it for a week and then you fall off the wagon for three weeks, no big deal. Just start it again. Start again. Yeah, no big deal. So, um, so that's your mindfulness 1.0. And uh, we hope to hear from you on our Facebook page at the positivity link. Let us know how you're using mindfulness and what it's doing for you. Or if you have a really cool way that you practice it that we didn't mention. There you so, go. There you go. I like it. Thank you for being here. Yep. Good to see everybody this week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. I believe so. We'll talk about that. Did you know that next Monday is Memorial Day? 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. So maybe not. Maybe, maybe we'll have a hiatus and vacation. Yeah, vacations are good for the soul. Yes. Absolutely. More to follow. We'll let you know. We'll, we'll keep you, you know. posted. Maybe next week. Maybe the week after. Right. <laughs> have a great Monday. Thank you. You've been listening to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin here on K Tahoe.